All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of FinTech Fridays. Second uh, Friday of the year, which is uh, insane. It's The year is flying by already. It's, uh, it's crazy. Um, I am su super excited to have uh, Jason Doshi with us from Payments.io. We're going to learn about uh, a couple things here that uh, I think are very relevant for our industry. Uh, and, and I see this in just about uh, once a week, at least, on news news uh, wires around you know wire fraud and just and just the pain points uh, around moving money at the mortgage closing. And, and Jason, you guys have you and your brother have built a very needed and cool product. And I love the story of how you um, created the product because you guys were business owners. So. First of all, Jason, welcome to FinTech Fridays. Yeah, thanks a lot, Brian. Good morning, and uh, thanks for having me. Excited to uh, to be on FinTech Friday. Definitely, uh, it's uh, you've had some amazing guests on your on your show, so I'm happy to to join that list. Yeah, this is uh, this this podcast thing. First of all, I've never done it before until I started this, and so I'm not I'm as I'm as uh, as amateur as they get. Um, but it's turned into, for me personally, it, it, selfishly, it's been a very cool way to learn about different parts of the business and meet uh, cool people like yourself and understand some new products. So I don't know how many people watch and listen, but for me, you know, if it's a podcast for one, I, I get a lot of value out of it because I'm I'm learning every week. So uh, thanks. Yep. For yeah, no, that that's great. That's uh, a lot of times, you know, when I when I do other things like this and you know, someone messaged me on LinkedIn or through, you know, email and says, Hey, I, I saw, you know, uh, your episode or I heard you on this other podcast. I'm like, well, I'm glad at least one person <laughs> heard me and, you know, maybe, uh, is a little, you know, better educated or more informed or, you know, found some sort of entertainment out of it. So I'm with you, Brian. It's, uh, if one person can, can enjoy our, uh, our conversation, I'm all for it. Yeah, besides my mom, you know, she's she watches every week. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your mom's uh, moms are always uh, our biggest fans, right? <laughs> right. On. Well, let's yeah. let's dive right in, Jason. I think I think I'd like to I'd like to start by just having you describe um, kind of how you got to this place where you and your brother created Payments.io. Because I think it's a super mm -hmm. interesting and relevant. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I'm I'm excited about our story, and I, I find it interesting. So. Always happy to happy to share. So, uh, yeah, we I've been in the uh, or I was in the mortgage business for a little over a decade. Um, my brother, who's the other co-founder of Payments.io, was in the title business uh, for about two decades. And you know, we always you know talked business and different strategies and how we can grow our business and how we could make our team members you know more efficient. How we could provide a better experience to our clients and. About you know two and a half three years ago, we really started to think about um, how we could use technology to you know enhance again our internal team members, uh, make them more efficient, and then provide a better experience. So something of a of a win win. And you know when you think about a real estate transaction, it's often one of the the scariest uh, transactions in in someone's yeah. life and. It, it's a very unique uh, experience because not only is it a big financial decision, it's a big emotional decision, right? So when you're at the intersection of a, of a, of a big financial decision and a big emotional decision, it's, it's bound to, to get complicated. 
and the way the, the current system is structured doesn't help with that either because it's very fragmented, right? You have a real estate agent and you have a, a mortgage lender, you have a title insurance company, and you know, in between you have surveyors and inspectors and appraisers and homeowners insurance and, and all those things. And then, you know, the, the biggest piece of it is really moving all the money around, right? Dealing with the paperwork is one thing, but then when you move all the money around, um, that's just fraught with a lot of anxiety because you hope you're, you're doing the right thing. And it's just, you know, keeping your fingers crossed uh, throughout the whole process, you know, hoping your money is safe, hoping you close on time. And as we started to really think about the home buying experience um, and my experience, you know, running a mortgage broker, uh, growing it into one of the largest independently owned mortgage brokers in the country, um, my brother, you know, simultaneously being successful with his title agency, uh, you know, we felt we had the right experience and all the different, um, you know, the background and the, the, the knowledge that comes with operating a, a mortgage company, a title company in such a fragmented space. And we looked at the biggest pain point that we felt, uh, which was moving money around and payments. And, you know, when you, when you think about uh, the home buying process, there's a lot of different touch points where, where money is involved. And a lot of it, you know, historically and largely today, uh, you know, our goal is to change that dramatically and make it a better experience, but it's done by, by paper check and wire. And paper checks are, uh, you know, we know, at least I know, I strongly feel that they're not a part of the future. And the biggest elephant in the room is wire fraud. Yeah. Uh, when you look at those two, those two issues, you know, we feel that, you know, at payments.io, we're, we're pretty well positioned uh, to kind of help the consumer, um, you know, have, have a better experience in the real estate process. Um, and when we look at other aspects yeah, of our one, lives, you know, whether one of my perspectives on delivery, hospitality, yeah. you know, we expect seamless digital experiences. And I think you know, a lot of the, the younger home buyers today um, are not only expecting it, they're, they're begging for it. They're like, we want this to be better, yeah. you know? And I think an industry as a whole, we, need, we do need to come together, which is, you know, why Brian, I love having conversations with people like you, you know, collaborating with companies like Finlocker, uh, because, you know, I, I'm a strong believer, um, not only of what you guys are doing, but the fact that the only way we can make any sort of significant change is if the, you know, if we come together as an industry, right? It's extremely fragmented today. Everyone needs to do their part, you know, deliver the best experience they can, add the most value they can. And we're always, you know, excited uh, for partnerships and, you know, strategic partnerships and, you know, whatever we can do to come together as a community uh, and industry to help this, you know, help make this a better experience. Yeah, uh, something I think about often, and, and I, uh, the people like us that have been in the business for decades in the mortgage space specifically, um, I think we sometimes lose sight on the infrequency of a mortgage transaction in someone's life. The yeah. average consumer is going to do this maybe five to seven or eight times in their entire life, right? right spread right. spread five to seven years in between, and and, and I think what happens, and you and I had a, this conversation before, is there's this perception that, 
oh my God, the last time I went through this process, by the way, if you're going through a process today in 2022 and the last time you did it was in 2015, it's changed a lot, right? And so your point of reference as a consumer is back to that last time you you did it or what your neighbor or your cousin or your brother told you this process was. So there's already this, this anxiety around the stress of the process, the complication of the process, and, and then you hit it on the head, the emotion of buying a new home or selling your old home. And, um, and, and so I think, you know, post, and I, I, I'd like to think we're post-COVID. I know we're not, but post, <laughs> post. post- <laughs> depends on depends on the day of the week and depends on the news outlet. Yeah, right, right. And, you know, whenever this thing is, is behind us fully, the the ex- expectation of the consumer has been pushed to this concept of mobile now, I need access now, 24-7, 365. And I, and I think what, what you guys have done at payments is you're bringing, you're bringing a part of the transaction that, that frankly has been very archaic. You know, you're dragging it, kicking and screaming sometimes into, the, into this modern consumer experience. Um, and there, and it's not just about the consumer experience. You know, wire fraud is real. How many times do you you look at the NBA newswire, housing wire, and you see you know such and such in in Maryland uh, indicted for you know seven hundred thousand fifty seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in wire fraud. So it's it's real. It's happening. And um, I, I loved I I just love how you guys you and your brother kind of took real life uh, practice in mortgage origination and title and settlement and, and, and created a solution that, that really starts to pull together those pieces of a, an otherwise fragmented process. Yeah. Being, uh, you know, Brian, being operators in the space, I mean, we, we experienced it day in and day out. And a lot of the, the measures to solve wire fraud are extremely manual, right? Yeah. You know, there's some other, you know, market participants out there that, that ensure that wiring instructions are correct and they are safeguarded, um, but it's still, you know, relatively manual. Um, the other solution is, you know, don't use wires and use checks. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the current, you know, delivery mechanism of wires today is sharing and exposing routing numbers and account numbers. Um, you know, so what we've what we really looked at is if if a lot of the fraud is occurring because routing numbers and account numbers are manipulated, how do we safeguard and protect that information? How do we how do we build a platform so that that information isn't shared? It's not exposed. Yeah. And at payments.io, you know, that's exactly what we've done. And today, you know, we're on the ACH payment rail. We are moving towards other payment rails um, like RTP, wire, push to card. But what we've built is it's double blind. So when a consumer is on their phone and they're you know, sending in their earnest money deposit, they're not sharing their routing numbers and account numbers. And, you know, if they're sending in cash to close, they're not sharing their account numbers and routing numbers. Um, when, you know, at, at the time of settlement and a title agency is dispersing out their mortgage broker commissions, real estate broker commissions, attorney fees, you know, property tax payments to municipalities, um, you know, when they're paying out all of these that, again, they would well, historically either do by paper check, putting it in overnight, putting it in the mail, which is largely inefficient, or if they wanted to, you know, at least consider themselves to be more efficient, they would send out a wire. And then with the wire, you have to call up and verify wiring instructions, account number, routing number. 
And again, it's a very manual process. And, you know, I've, I've been in, in other title companies where, you know, it's a part of their policy and procedure to, to call up two or three times to verify this information. And we all know the boom that the industry experienced over the last year and a half. People don't have time. You know, right. they're, they're skirting their policies and procedures in an effort to save time. But it's extremely dangerous to, to violate these policies and procedures uh, in the sake of time. And what we built is we allow title agencies to remain efficient, remain compliant, remain secure, and, you know, be able to conduct business at the high level of efficiency that they want to, to be able to, you know, maintain the, the volume that they would like to. So yeah. that's, that's really, you know, what we're excited about is we're allowing title agencies to perform at the highest level. We're giving consumers what they want, which is a digital, you know, Venmo-like experience where you just click a button, the money's in your account, and vice versa. And, you know, what's really nuanced about the title agency world is that they, you know, escrow agents, escrow officers, they have to reconcile and balance each and every file down to zero. And what we've learned, um, you know, again, being operators in the space is, let's say, for example, you know, you collect a $60 recording fee at closing, and that recording fee happens to be, you know, $59.50. That $0.50 cents technically is due back to the buyer, borrower, uh, because the, the title agency was only collecting a pass-through and facilitating a process. So if they charge $60, but the actual expense was only $59.50, that $0.50 cents is due back to uh, their client. And Brian, I don't know the last time, you know, you got a check or deposited a check, but imagine depositing a 50 cent check. Right. You know, honestly, I haven't done it. Um, and I don't know many people that would, even as easy as mobile check deposit and all those things are, you know, people don't deposit those 50 cent checks. And, you know, from your perspective, Brian, like, oh, it's 50 cents, not a big deal. I'll do it later. You forget. Um, you think it's harmless, not a big deal. But in fact, it's causing the title agency a lot of, a lot of pain because if you don't deposit that check, they can't reconcile and close on that file. They have to send you another check after six months. You, again, oh, wait, what was this for? I don't remember. Is this real? Right. Why am I getting this? Don't deposit it. Now it becomes, you know, stale funds, unclaimed funds. The title agency has to sheet 50 cents to the state because it's not their money. Yeah. You can't hold on to it. Um, and that's a really big pain point. It costs them a lot of time, a lot of money. And with our platform, what we've seen and experienced is that, you know, home buyers, homeowners, they're clicking and accepting that 75 cents because yes. what happens is they get a notification saying, hey, Brian, here's your 50 cent refund for your refinance transaction. Uh, you know, click here to accept. You click, you know, 30 seconds, boom, you're done. The money's in your account. You don't have to worry about it. The title company doesn't have to worry about it. And it truly is one of those things that it it appears like magic. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. wow, that was... That was that was so simple, you know. You love it. The title company loves it because it allows them to become remain efficient. And um, you know, the only way we were honestly able to build a platform with such intent and such conviction was because we were living and breathing that world for so long. Yeah. And you know, that's that's why you know we feel really excited about where we are um, and how we really plan on attacking all the different touch points. Um, in the real estate transaction where, where money is being moved and touched. And, and I think like for me, the big takeaway that you you mentioned is you've, you guys have created this Venmo-like experience 
for mortgage closing and settlement for all participants. And, and I think when you when you characterize it as that Venmo-like experience, it, it resonates with people. Again, I think moving money uh, through Venmo, through Zelle, through Cash App was accelerated through COVID, right? That was people, people of all ages had to learn how to use these tools to, to quickly move money. And, uh, and so I think to your point, when we talk about, you know, the, the mortgage experience and bringing a more modern feel to it, that's an area that a lot of people have ignored, right? Uh, but, you know, especially mortgage lenders, mortgage lenders are like, well, that's, that's after I'm done. Yeah. You know, I, I can only focus in my world. And, and again, I go back to how cool it is that you and your brother brought two uh, fragmented parts of the business together to create a more cohesive uh, user experience. I, I love it. How, how do um, so I, I'm curious uh, in terms of who your primary client is. I'm assuming it's uh, on the settlement closing title side, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, a lot of our marketing efforts today are focused on the title agencies. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of, you know, what we do that's just, you know, the, the general education of the broader market. Yeah. Um, because, you know, as a, as a first-time homebuyer, you know, you may hear about wire fraud in the real estate world, but you may, you may not really know what that means for you. Right. right? It's like, oh, you know, it happened to someone. It's never going to happen to me. I'm smarter than that. You know, like, I think, yeah. you know, a lot of people... Uh, might feel that way, and it's it's unfortunate that people kind of get get caught in the middle of all this. Um, but yeah, we just you know we're you know we really think that in order for wire fraud to really uh, kind of go down, um, you know, check fraud's a thing as well, right? We don't really talk about check fraud a lot. Right. Because it doesn't happen as frequently, but check fraud's a thing. Um, you know, a lot of the the fraudsters that were probably involved in check fraud might have moved over to wire fraud. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, uh, you know, check fraud's a thing. Um, I think it's, you know, completely inconvenient um, and inefficient to use checks. And uh, with wires, you know, we, we just want to educate the market on if you are, you know, conducting a wire transfer, what's the best way to do it, how to safeguard yeah. yourself. And it's, it's because, it, you know, it affects tens of thousands of families a year cost the industry hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Um, and one in three real estate transactions has attempted wire fraud. Right. Um, so it's, it's a serious, it's a serious issue. So a lot of, you know, a lot of what we do um, is truly just generally educating the title insurance industry, the real estate industry, uh, home buyers. And I was at a conference, you know, the second half of last year in the fall of last year. And, I overheard a conversation from a title underwriter speaking to a title agency, um, a, a newly formed title agent, and you know he had mentioned to her that you know you're um, you'll probably have a wire fraud claim before you have a title insurance claim. Yes. So you're really in the business not of insuring title but protecting people's money, and yep. that really resonated with me because when you think about it like that, you know you have title insurance agents that have been in the business for decades and you have ones that are just starting out and you know, you're a title insurance agent, but when you really think about what you're doing, you're collecting millions of dollars in and out of your account every single day. So when you look, look back and take a, take a step back and look at what am I doing every day? You're, you're facilitating millions of dollars and ensuring the money is safe and everyone's, everyone is due what they're due or gets what they're due. Right. Um, you know, so again, when you think about these types of things, um, it, it's 
you know, we feel we're extremely well positioned uh, because, you know, checks aren't a part of the future. Uh, you know, you look at any, you know, younger uh, relative or younger person, you know, we're kind of old now, Brian, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I am, I won't, I won't speak for you. I guarantee <laughs> I am. <laughs> you know, we, I, I don't have checks, you know, I'm on a, on a personal level, so I can't even imagine, um, you know, some of these younger home buyers having checks and, and we're just, uh, you know, we're, we're happy to be a small piece of this, of this industry to help drive it forward, make it more secure, um, you know, make it more accessible. Um, and again, just having, you know, conversations um, with people like you. And I love, I love what Finlocker is doing and, you know, with the fact of making home ownership more accessible, making it more transparent. Um, education is a big thing, right? I know education is a big thing for Finlocker. It's a big thing for us. And I think educating the industry, educating the buyer is the only way, you know, we can move forward. Well, this is, this has been awesome, Jason. I love again. I love learning about new newer platforms and and how they they came together. Your story is awesome, um, and, and you know one of the things I think about in in the mortgage world. We already talked about the infrequency of the transaction for the individual consumer. We talked about the expectation for a more modern experience, um, and uh, and you've hit this a couple times. The the, the, the occurrence of fraud or at least fraud attempts at settlement is, is still astronomical. And, and people are like, well, why would it be so high? And I think, it's, I think this, the fraudsters are, are pretty smart, right? These are smart people. It's, if, if you have an infrequent transaction, like, a, like buying a home, you're not doing that every day, and then you couple on top of that, like you said early in the, in the, uh, in the podcast, this is a very emotional transaction. So it, you, as a fraudster, you play on the infrequency. So I don't do this often as a consumer. And then you layer on top of that the emotion. And when I'm going to get an email as a consumer that says, oh, in order to get your loan, your, your home purchase tomorrow in closing, please send one, two, three to this email address. Yep. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're playing on the emotion. I got to get this done to get the home, to get the money over there. And, and, and so I, I think – you guys have definitely you got you, you've hit on a, a pain point for all all kinds of different reasons. I, I love I love the uh, again how you how you brought it together. Super excited to, to see the growth with Payments.io. How how do people learn more about your platform? Yeah, I mean we're we're attending uh, a lot of conferences. I actually want to share uh, share notes with you after the podcast on right if you guys are attending anything in person, but. You know, we've, uh, you know, we, we plan on being out there. We're attending a lot of real estate conferences, um, you know, title insurance conferences, mortgage conferences. Uh, you know, we want to be out there educating the market. Um, you know, our website, it's payments. It's uh, payments with an I, uh, just to like to have a little bit of fun with the name. So it's P-A-Y-M-I-N-T-S dot I-O. Um, you know, our website is, has, has a ton of information. Um, you know, I'm available on LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, we're, again, just, Happy to have conversations uh, with with other industry participants that are that are helping uh, move you know the move the industry forward in terms of you know eliminating paper checks, reducing wire fraud, educating the home buyer, creating a better experience. Um, you know that's that's what we're all about. It's just making um, our lives a little easier and our our clients' lives a little easier. I love it, man. Great stuff. Thanks again for, for joining today. I, I, I learned a lot, as I always do, and 
look again, look forward to kind of seeing great things from payments.io. Thanks again, Jason. Thanks a lot, Brian. Appreciate uh, you having me on here. It was was a lot of fun. Thanks a lot. You got it.